0: Welcome to Shit You Don't Want to Talk About. Before listening to today's episode, please be advised, some content may include discussion around topics that are difficult to hear, especially for children under the age of 13.
1: We want to encourage you to care for yourself, security, and well-being. Resources of each episode will be listed in the episode description and on the website shittotalkabout.com.
0: Hey Sam, thank you for joining Shit You Don't Want to Talk About. Please introduce yourself and what shit you want to talk about today.
1: Um, so okay, so first of all, hi everyone, I name Sam Mitchell. I do run the podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls. I will be back for season two. I just did my season finale today. So um, I guess the shit I really want to talk about is something the societies want to talk about is mental health, autism, ADHD, and all those wonderful, beautiful mixture of disabilities, use what you can call it, because it truly is a beautiful mixture of abilities that are I hated. really
0: Yeah, I really like that phrase because a lot of people say like mental illness or mental health and beautiful capabilities I like it how did you start autism rock and Rolls?
1: it was after I started my high school's media club and ever since then I fell in love with it and throughout my uh, journey I was able to um be able to continue my media skills through the podcast because I wasn't gonna be a senior high school forever so I continued it outside of the podcast I mean outside of the school excuse me
0: yeah, and you said that you uh, recorded the end of season one. So how many episodes are in season one?
1: 60.
0: Wow, that is incredible. And now, especially since it's called Autism Rocks and Rolls, wh- how old were you when you found out that you are autistic and have ADHD?
1: Four. Well, I, ADHD, I don't remember. I think I was a little younger, I think. I think two. But four was on the sp- on the spectrum, I think definitely for autism and had, since then, I don't play on getting rid of it. And I also, um, and just in joy life really through it, I think sometimes with, while being creative and just, you know, doing what I need to do.
0: I dig it. And for those of us who aren't familiar with autism, because you're right, that's something that society doesn't want to talk about that shit that you don't want. A lot of people don't want to talk about what is autism and like, where's the, what's the scale?
1: It's a neurodevelopmental conditional disorder is what society calls it. I perceive it as a different way of thinking. And then the scales there, there are severe, as low functioning where they are growing, their body's growing, but their mind isn't. They have the mind of a three-year-old, honestly. Then there's the middle level where they'll grow slowly, but it's going to take a while to grow up. If that makes any sense. And there's mm-hmm. high, function, there's high functioning where I'm thankful to be on and I can do things and still understand what's going on around me.
0: Okay. And by different way of thinking, uh, I, I think we all think a little differently, but how, how would, how have you seen that show up that you see other people think differently than yourself or someone with autism? But, I don't, I don't, what do you mean? I don't understand. I don't understand the question, buddy. Like you, you're good, you're good, and I appreciate you saying that. How you said that, uh, autism is more like people just think a little bit differently than others. So, could do you have any examples of how you've seen that show up? Oh, okay, yeah,
1: I can try. Um, definitely, some of my uh, talents aren't what society appreciates. I mean. I'm a big fan of pro wrestling, I study it, and sometimes society don't appreciate that talent, where it's um, fortunate that I can, because I can memorize some stuff about wrestling that society doesn't see, I just, I mean, I am a very creative thinker, I just like to line up things, make a beautiful shape, I have this picture, this is kind of nice, let me pull it up here real quickly on my phone, if you don't mind, this is something I see it, cool. Well, let me ask you, have you ever heard the song, My OCD?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: All right. Well, Chad, it's a, it's a comedy song, but it's a song in my eyes. I downloaded it. This is something I would do right here.
0: This oh, is something oh. that
1: society does not appreciate right here.
0: Oh, okay. That's really cool looking, though.
1: It is really cool looking in my eyes. And, but that's something society won't appreciate, you know? some of the mental illness or autism could do that design pictures with skill skittles or m ms really they could do that with candy they can make a house with a hershey bar i don't know but those examples like just those type of towels they don't appreciate
0: oh i i see what you mean now and how do you talk about that on the podcast on your podcast do you have other people with autism come on or yeah,
1: is I, it it's a variety. I sometimes I'll talk about a behavior that I have. Um, I sometimes I'll have a guest on, and then sometimes I'll do analogies of certain things. Some of the analogies I've included: pinball, um, Scooby Doo. Actually, one of my favorite things. Really?
0: Yeah. Scooby Doo is. Please, please explain.
1: Um. Okay. Well, you have to watch the full episode to hear that to know more. I will.
0: In, I will. In,
1: in depth. Um. But that episode is probably a unique one i mean there's a lot of traits that scooby-doo has or fred has from that show that could be considered autistic i mean shaggy's cowardness it's kind of on the spectrum if you think about it because of, of the scariness of the fear or the squeaky shoes sometimes or just the interaction just the way they act sometimes is on the spectrum it really is that's the brief description
0: uh now i'm gonna definitely have to link it in the show notes And so when you were going through school, how did, did you study differently than your classmates or was school easier or harder?
1: Yeah. Oh, it was harder, but studying differently. Yes. Harder. um, Teachers, no. Interacting with people. Yeah. I, other students, it was very difficult for me because I didn't know. I was very confused. I was respected, but I guess I didn't feel like knowledge was the, I guess is the proper word where, um. I didn't basically talk to people. They didn't make time for me. They just thought, "Oh, he's a, he's the You heard the phrase probably before. He's the bridesmaid, not the bride, or something like that. And that's what it was.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, you. That's so isolating.
1: I had did to you? go for it. Yeah. I sadly had to go through it, but kind of thankful I did because look, made me a better person at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, definitely, and. And now you talk to people all the time with the podcast. Yep. Who is one of your guests that you related to most?
1: As far as relation goes, um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, it would probably be James Durbin because of, actually two as far as relation. One would be James Durbin, the rocker from American Idol on the 2011 season. Because I think just because we were so similar and our beliefs really of, who we are when we work and how we do it. And the other one was Sarah Taco, because I think she just understood mental health really well in my what I call internal meltdowns, because I don't have external meltdowns anymore. I have internal where I just be quiet and shut down and I just sweat.
0: Oh, wow. Do you know what triggers those type of meltdowns and
1: how uh, to handle it? Basically, when anxiety comes on or panic, not panic attacks, but just like panic modes when something's on my mind, and it cannot go away. Yeah. So it's like, it's like I'm crying, but I'm not, I'm just, I'm crying, but I'm not bursting it out.
0: Yeah. I know for myself, when I have panic attacks, I can, there's some times where I can like calm myself down to, because I logically know it's a panic attack, but there's so many times where. I, the, the anxiety gets the best of me and I cry. Mine are very outward for the most part, but.
1: That's where i opposite. I are very inward and I don't cry. I sweat like big time sweat, like sweat dripping down. I think it's for my family. I mean, I think we're a bunch of sweaters is the nicest way to put it. Not the sweater you wear, but definitely just <laughs> sweaty people. We really, really are.
0: Okay. And And if you're talking to somebody that doesn't understand mental health or anxiety, how would you explain that?
1: Uh, Well, basically, I just told you that, well, here's the deal. I'm not, I don't cry, basically. Have you ever heard of people crying inside, like having meltdowns, crying, kind of like tantrum? Well, it's kind of like that, except I'm internally having it, sort of, and it's something I can't help. And I'm basically sweating, and it's not because of you, it's because of me. That's what it is. Sorry, yeah. if you don't like it, please leave. If you don't mind it, then please stay. I would mind, wouldn't mind talking to you about it or talking about something else.
0: Yeah. Do you have any friends or family that have anxiety issues too?
1: Oh, yeah. Probably my grandmother's the biggest one.
0: Yeah. Does she respond the same way you do? Uh,
1: I haven't seen her respond, to be honest with you. Oh, I just know okay. she hasn't.
0: Yeah. I think
1: she has, I think she has medication for it. So I, I think I do too. I think I have a Zoloft.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I know sometimes people ask me how to deal with anxiety and, or what is anxiety. And that's always hard to, to relate when all of us are so different.
1: Well, if you go on interview, you just answer this, just say, I don't, I don't, I do this instead. Oh, ah. well.
0: Yeah. I like that. And when you talk about mental health, what is your favorite piece of mental health to talk about that you think we need to talk about most?
1: Oh, and I I mean, maybe uh, that's not what I've mentioned, but it's a belief I have that prisons are, when it comes to mental health, prisons are basically pieces of shit. It really is. I'm sorry on the government, but I don't believe in prisons a lot more. I think we should replace it with more help. Instead of locking them, I think I briefly mentioned this actually. Instead of locking them up, let's try to get them some rehab and some rehabilitation. I know there's for drugs, and I know that that's great. But what about just mental as a whole? You know, I'm not saying every prisoner. I know it's circumstantial, and not every prisoner is goes down that path. But the ones who do, why are we not helping them? Why can't we help them instead of just locking up inside a place? And making it worse a little bit, may
0: I add? Yeah, that that is definitely something I think a lot of people don't think about, especially from what I've heard. If you're when you're released from prison, you also go back to the same people that you were around beforehand that can get you in the same type of trouble.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem that people aren't seeing. I think I think some are, but not all.
0: Yeah. How did you become passionate about prisons?
1: Oh, that I was just a you asked me about beliefs. That was just a certain belief of mine personally. I just that was through mental health, really. I that it's not like a big passion of mine, it's just a certain belief. If I'm be honest okay.
0: With you. What other beliefs do you have?
1: Um, as far as mental health, um <laughs> As far as, uh, well, I have a lot of other beliefs. I believe, okay, with mental health, I believe in men. It's fine for men to show their emotions. I, there's a society taboo where, you know, part of the language here, but when you show emotions, basically, if a man shows an emotion, you're the bitch with the panties on. You really are. <laughs> and I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not supporting that. I, I yeah. am fully disagreeing with that. I think that they, we need to show emotions. Uh, men need to show emotions, maybe even like a woman. I'm not, like I said, I'm not calling anyone out, but um, I think men need to have the right to show emotions like a woman does as well. And that needs to stop. The taboo of men can't cry in public, stop it. Honestly, really, really stop it. Because I agree with that. It's a human thing. We, It's, it's in our nature. How are you supposed to control something that's in our nature? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get that. And I I am curious, uh, especially with you love, loving wrestling, r- wrestlers don't necessarily show emotion, do they?
1: Mm, you'd be surprised. Okay. You, you'd be kind of surprised. I mean, as far as, um, I mean, in wrestling, there's a thing called crybabies where they basically whine and moan and groan and they show emotions. So... Then in wrestling they do show emotions. Some of them do, but it's the character again. I know it's not. We I don't know their lives outside, but when they're in that ring, yeah, they show emotion. Some of them show emotions.
0: Yeah, I think. uh, Now I'm not the biggest into wrestling, uh, so pardon me if my my information is dated. But some (laughs) someone like The Rock, who used to be really big into wrestling. And now uh, as Dwayne Johnson, he actually does on purpose shows emotion as a man.
1: Yeah. Well, I was gonna ask you, is he one of your big dream guests?
0: That I would say he's probably one of my biggest dream guests. Yeah. He is definitely someone he's, ad- he's one of my
1: he's one of mine too.
0: All right. If you inter- if you meet him first, introduce him to me and vice versa. If I meet him first, I'll tell him he has to be on your podcast.
1: We got it. We got a deal. I'll keep that deal, I think. I think that's fair.
0: <laughs> Who's your biggest dream guest?
1: I already had him. So I guess Mick Foley, who I've already had. And uh, he's also a wrestler. He teamed up with the Rockwell back ago once upon a time. He is a son of Spectrum and just a great guy. Really great guy. He's probably the humblest lord you'll ever meet. If not the humblest, he's in the
0: top five. That is so cool. And... If you've already had him on the show, that means you get a new guest that you want to have your top. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of guests that I could think of. I mean, there's even you know, a lot. You might think this one's kind of funny. Uh, this one's Gort, Gort, yep, Gordon Ramsay.
0: Oh, that one would be cool. I'd be interested I'm not in because listening. Of his
1: mouth. There's, a, there's a dark side to his mouth. I, and I didn't know about that a while until uh, not recently, a while back ago. Because I, I knew her about it. And I was just a fan for his mouth. But when I heard the reason behind his mouth, I was like, "Okay, now I get it."
0: Wait, I don't know this. Do tell.
1: He's been a his home. If you watch Goldcast, his home life is, was screwed up. His dad was he, basically Gordon got wit for just trying to get a coke. Oh wow! And because of that, you know, his that's why he said he never forgot where he came from and. There's a soft spot because he does not want to be his father when he feels like he's become his father. He puts the fear of God in himself. And I, but I understand why he's like that now. It makes total sense to me.
0: Yeah. Outside yeah, of the yeah.
1: kitchen, i for he's a great guy.
0: Yeah. That's very, that's very insightful. I would say for myself, one of my dream guests is Arlen Hamilton she is a yeah she is a venture uh capitalist
1: okay and
0: she was previously homeless and yeah and just going that that she not only had that you could say hero story but she really does pay it back
1: gotcha and yeah there's a lot of you know I'll just tell you right this right now. I'm not allowed to give his, give out my, uh, some I guess information in privacy, but if you go to Mick Foley's website, if you don't want him on a show, cause he's an autism advocate and I think he does just humble guy, probably do it. Um, if you go to his book, if you go to his book, Mick Foley, you might be able to find a date for him. Just a oh, suggestion. that would be
0: really cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. How did you find all of your guests?
1: Um, Some were through research, some were through editor's finding, if you want to call it that. I mean, Simon Majumdar, like the big first one, I decided, you know what? I'm tired of waiting. I'm not going to live in a world of what is anymore through this. I'm going to do it. It's probably no, but you don't know at the same time. I always say that. And I just say, you know what? I'm going to just text him, see what happens. The good good thing is he got back within a few days. He really did. That is so
0: cool. That is very cool. And what type of message do you? What is the por- most important message for you to spread about autism?
1: Um, probably the most important message for me is to show um the world um how we think really because it is unique. But there's a nice side to it, really. That the side is that society does not see, and that needs to stop.
0: How do we, how does society see it more and the pay more that,
1: attention? The way that society pays more attention to it is honestly, if we're doing something unusual, unrealistic, but it's not hurting anything, don't give us the odd looks.
0: I I know it's on video and you may feel like I'm giving you an odd look, but it's also like a, a look of wonder of what are some of the things that we as society have given odd looks for when they are should truly be looks of wonder and awe to see what others are doing that don't think like us?
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I guess something that you can understand is one. Um, so because we're, because sometimes we're, I think, I think autistic people sometimes also have little kid syndrome. little kids have no filter. And um, I guess what you can do with that is understand that um, basically that because we're being blunt, we're not being rude. We're just telling you how it is because we have no filter. We can't help it there. I don't even know that there's between honesty and blunt. I can't find that difference.
0: I appreciate that. At least uh, I feel like you probably would never lie to me.
1: No. I mean, I basically tell you, if I screw up, I screw it up. I ain't going to make a big show out of it.
0: Smart. I think a lot of people could learn that lesson, including myself. Sometimes I I throw myself under the bus when I mess up.
1: I mean, I guess you, I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, you got to kind of step on your bite the bullet as one of my guests said and move, move along.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are all the pictures in your background? Cause it looks like you, there's one with uh, you with headphones on or. Oh, that's me. Yeah.
1: all So i them, um, one, a couple of them are just, most of them are senior pictures, a couple of newspapers. Uh, there's a mug in the background. And then I got some like autism, rushville's fancy pictures. We call that one over there in the with my headphones the lawyer picture, because oh. I, because I if you look down it looked like a big fancy lawyer, started to sign a tax deal.
0: <laughs> How long ago did you graduate? Um,
1: three. It's been three years now, I think, since I no, I graduated in the class of twenty twenty one. of my school of this last last year. Last year was when I graduated.
0: Are you uh, planning on going to college?
1: Yep. I'm going to uh, Ivy Tech in Bloomington, Indiana. I'm going to transfer to a town that's an hour away from me, and I'm going for either media or entrepreneurship.
0: I, I mean, media, I definitely get with the podcast and your skills there for entrepreneurship. Is it for the podcast? I also, or something?
1: Yeah, I actually um, also monetize this business through other services like motivational speaking, public speaking services, podcast, coaching sessions, sponsorship, ad space. I have some finances. So yeah, there's some monetization to this. It's definitely a not uh, not Autism Rocks and Rolls. That's Autism Rocks and Rolls Corporation.
0: And look at you go. If you were to tell others where to get started with public speaking or motivational speaking, where would you tell them to go?
1: Um, basically we'll find us. Well, I don't know that. Um, that's a good question. I would say find, just find a conference, apply, tell them your accomplishments and persuade them basically why you should go or persuade the shit out of them. Really?
0: (laughs) I like that. I like that. And so you've had the podcast, uh, you you're, you're finishing up your 60th episode to end the season. and. You're already an entrepreneur and in media, and you're wanting to do even more with one of those degrees. Is there something else you want to expand into?
1: Um, I got those two basically kind of set in stone right now. I don't know what else I'm doing really yet, so I don't know there's an option because I got my okay. two, uh, two, op, two ideas, so I got something at least. I know, At least I know what I'm doing. I'm not hanging around thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do?
0: <laughs> that would be very boring.
1: Yeah. At least you know what you're doing. It makes you kind of excited.
0: That is true. That is true. Uh Other than school, do you have any other big goals?
1: Uh, uh I guess really just be an adventurous person as much as I can. Like hopping on a plane. That's one way I want to go skydiving. I'm a big fan of heights. So the heights guys. So definitely enjoy that. And just, Anything you can do, really, do.
0: Yeah? Do you have a date set when you're going to go skydiving?
1: No, not yet. I'm trying to persuade someone to drive me there, or my mother at least to drive me there, and ain't going too hot.
0: (laughs) I have been skydiving and then also been uh, in the indoor skydiving. Uh, That might work. The indoor skydiving is quite fun, yet... It is very, very different doing out-of-a-plane skydiving.
1: Yeah. Indoor, though, might persuade her a little bit more, a little more uh, safer, and may work on that one. So I'll definitely try that.
0: There you go. Have you ever uh, been kayaking?
1: Uh, yeah. A couple of times. Okay. My grandfather, he's a big, if you're talking about kayaking, my grandfather's the person I talk to. He uh, enjoys that stuff in the okay. summer it's cold right now, but I, I definitely plan on uh, doing some outdoor things when it gets summer. I'm a big outdoorsy person, so swim, enjoy the great outdoors outside, just chilling really in the woods and hanging around in there really sometimes.
0: That is so cool. And it seems like you have a lot of really good beliefs to encourage yourself on going forward. Is there anything that you specifically wanted to touch on today that we haven't touched on yet?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think we nailed it. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Sam, what is uh, some words of wisdom for any listeners, uh, I would say, autistic and not autistic listening that you would give?
1: Well, I don't think it's, uh, I wanted to call it wisdom. I call it wisdom because there's a partially, so I could take it the wrong way. Um, I would probably say if the world could be nice and not be stupid, I think the world would get along really well.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Maybe fair enough. Little
1: kid syndrome comes in.
0: I I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm going to need, uh, I'll message you every once in a while and to get a dose of little kid syndrome, because that honesty is, is very valuable. And okay. what is something that you're grateful for, Sam?
1: Uh, just family really just grateful that I'm in a home and I don't have to live on the streets or I got a bed and there's a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful that you came on the podcast today and taught me a bit more about autism that I didn't know and answered all of my questions. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And we'll talk soon. Okay, Sam.
1: All right. All right. We appreciate you listening to the episode. Please like, follow, and share on our social media at Shit2TalkAbout. That is Shit2TalkAbout. Stay tuned on Wednesdays and Fridays for new episodes. This episode was made possible by Production Manager Trom Nguyen, Business Manager Bill Powell, and your host, Jeff.